1: Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good day sunshine.
2: Good day sunshine.
3: Good day sunshine. AM 560 WFIL.com on the app. It's the Tim DeMoss Show. Famous Friday edition. Thanks for listening in. Beautiful day. Some sun, some clouds. Breezy 85 the high. We've had a glorious week. Down to 60 tonight. Make it on the cloudy side. At times over the weekend. Maybe a shower, thunder shower. 88 the high tomorrow. 91 for Sunday. And then back in the 80s, I think, it's, uh, for a good part of next week. Sixers are in Atlanta tonight. Game six of their playoff series. They're down three games to two. They are up 2-1. And, of course, the last couple of games had trouble and uh, blew big leads both nights, and they lose tonight, then they're done, they win, they come back. I think it's uh, Father's Day on Sunday. They'll be playing a Game 7 in town. Matisse Thibault, one of their uh, rookie, well, he's a second-year player, uh, was asked on a Zoom call this morning after practice his thoughts on how the team, as they've been bonding all year long, how that factors into a pressure situation, so to speak, like a, an elimination
4: game like tonight. I mean, it's huge to be able to lean on each other and have, like, a bond that not only built on friendship, but built on trust. And having that trust is what allows you to get through the hard moments and, like, the intense ones and allows you to thrive under pressure instead of crack. So, with that being said, yeah, the relationships, they're definitely helpful. And I think they've, they've been helpful up to this point, and it's just going to be even more helpful. Tonight.
3: That's Matisse Theibel of the Sixers, who earlier in the week was named second-team All-Defensive Player of the Year – Couple other Sixers made the first or second team: Ben Simmons on the first, and Joel Embiid on the second. As far as that award goes, what does that mean to him?
4: It's an honor. I'm really more worried about winning games than I am winning like personal accolades. So. It's, it's cool to be, you dedicate so much time to, to this game, to your craft, and it's it's always nice to be recognized for doing it well. So I, I, I take it as a compliment, but if anything, it just encourages me to work harder and, I mean, motivates me to want to win even more. It's been cool because they've been saying since, day, since training camp that I was going to end up in an all-defensive team, so... It was pretty cool to have the, like, sentiment be, I told you so. So, like, once once I won, guys are obviously excited, but, like, the majority of them all, like, I told you so.
3: Sixers, Matisse Thibel again, the uh, the teammates encouraging him, and, and and I told you so in a good way. A lot of times I told you so is considered maybe a negative, like, I told you so, but this was a positive, and then how his uh, season played out. So hopefully that strong defense will come into play tonight for the Sixers They see if they can even the series at three apiece. Tip off at 7.30. A little later on tonight, Phillies are at San Francisco, opening a series at the, against the Giants at a nine forty-five. And uh, Victoria, how you doing? Happy Friday! Welcome to a new. Day.
5: Happy Friday to you, Tim.
3: Yeah, we have Father's Day Sunday coming up. Yes, we do. And uh, the station's giving away a thousand dollars for that, so people can get entered if they haven't yet. Do you have anything planned for Father's Day?
5: Well, this Father's Day will be a little harder because I actually just lost my grandfather, as I had shared with you earlier. That's right. Who was like another father, but thankfully, I still have my actual dad. Yeah. So I will be, I believe, going out to a nice lunch with him.
3: That's good. And
5: yeah, I'm excited for that. So a little bittersweet this year.
3: Yeah, your grandfather was 91. He was
5: 91. Wow.
3: So. What's one thing you think about, you know, in his honor? Like
5: So many things. Yeah. Well, first I really loved my grandfather's sense of humor. He was a very silly, very mischievous, you know, I'm sure most grandfathers are, but um and he always had a lot of wisdom for me and if there was ever a hard time, he'd always have really great advice and hmm. um he was just a funny, kind person and he was also very giving. Gifts, Christmas gifts, um just Tons of things, but he was just very funny, and I'm really going to miss his sense of humor. But um, my yeah. actual dad loves sports, and uh, we love going to Phillies games and Eagles games, and he's silly too. So I very lucky to have both men in my life for a very long time. Now I have the one, but I have all the nice memories.
3: And so. you still have—that's right—you still have your grandfather in a very real way. I think anybody who's who's gone on before and has passed on still—they they are their you know influence lives on. And uh, so that's Very good. Well, How about yours? Thank you for sharing. Well, I, I love uh, I'll save my dad for a little later in the show. Can I? Uh, but thank you for asking. Sounds good. Yes. I just well, I just thought maybe I'll but I wanted to also just open it up. Uh, if folks want to call in, you're welcome to and with a shout out for your dad or if you want to share a quick story or something that you appreciate that sense of humor thing, though, I will say that about my dad. I appreciate that about him. And he's 93. And I think there's something about that in terms of longevity. And since it's our famous Friday show, we have our Now That's Punny segment on the back end with some good laughs on on the way. And we have a couple of fun clips to play for you. I was just thinking let's have a lighthearted show today. Uh, And also, as part of our program coming up in just a few moments, we have Monica Clark with the Phillies. Something that's kind of fun that's going on uh, this coming week is the Carpenter Cup. There's the baseball version, which started back in the 80s. But uh, more recently, the softball version started and so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week at FDR Park is where those games are happening. Some of the best softball players in the area gathering for kind of an all-day tournament, all three days. So Monica's going to share with us about that. She's very heavily involved. And we got some other fun surprises planned as well throughout the hour. I'll throw one more thing at you. If you would like a gift card to Rita's, Panera, Duncan, or Wawa, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet, our fine show sponsor, send a quick text or text line, which is 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. They're simple gift cards. They're $5.60 a piece. They're enough to go get a couple of water ices or a couple of coffees and donuts. Maybe take your dad out or someone in your arm. Maybe take out your, maybe if your dad's passed on, you take your mom out and you talk about that. But that's what these are designed for. You choose which one you want. Just send in your name and address with the zip and we'll mail that out to you next week. It'll be after the fact, but of course, never a bad time to honor your dad or a father figure in your life. Again, one more time, then this is for anybody this hour who wants one. You choose. So it's 610-500-DUH. 610-500-3683. Just your name, address with zip, and your preference. It's Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. We'll send you whichever one you like. One for household, four for favor. Quick break. Back with more in just a moment. It's Tim DeMar's show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app.
1: You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560WFIL and at WFIL.com.
3: AM560WFIL.com and on the app. you listen to The Tim DeMoss Show, famous Friday edition. Thanks for tuning in. I'm very pleased now to be able to bring to you a special guest. Her name is Monica Clark. She's with Philly's Youth Softball. How you doing, Monica? I'm good. How are you? Great. You know, as a quick intro, Philly's uh, Baseball Carpenter Cup got its start back when I was in high school, which feels like forever ago. And um, I think the history was a number of coaches in the tri-state area approached the Phillies about a tournament together featuring some of the area's best players. It was named after former owners, including uh, R- Ruly Carpenter, who won part of the uh, 80 World Series championship team. And that tournament continues on and they even have their championship games going on next week, right, as part of all the softball going on in baseball.
2: Yep, so baseball semifinals will be on Monday at the ballpark, okay. and then the championship round will be on Thursday at the ballpark as well.
3: Okay. And as far as the softball carpenter cup, which is a, the info I was coming across and want to chat with you about, when did that come into the Phillies family as far as doing the softball side of things?
2: You know yeah, I mean? so in, in 2004, the Phillies were approached about doing the softball side yeah. to follow along with the baseball side. So in 2005, we started with the first – annual softball carpenter cup and this year we are heading into our 16th year Wow! Um, unfortunately last year we were canceled but we're excited to be back out there again for the 16th annual this year
3: yeah that's great chat with monica clark of the phillies uh, that softball carpenter cup takes place this coming monday the 21st through wednesday the 23rd at a fdr park which is right it's right down the road from citizens bank park right very close by yep. yeah
2: that so, is correct yeah so we have our phillies urban youth academy fields at SDR Park, where we have two baseball and two softball fields. So we'll be hosting all the softball games there starting Monday and again going through Wednesday with the championship game, Wednesday at 3 p.m.
3: Okay, so set the stage for a minute. How many teams and where are they from? You don't have to name all of them, of course, but and how are they constructed? How, do, you know, how does a team become part of the tournament in the first place?
2: Yeah, so we have um, 16 different franchises through the tri-state area. We have two teams in Delaware, Delaware North and Delaware South. A couple from Jersey and the rest are from Pennsylvania. These are kind of their all-star teams from their leagues for high school. So it's all made up of high school players um, that have played their past year. Some could be on their all-county teams, and other ones could have tried out as more of like an all-star team. So it's up to each franchise how they choose to run it. Okay. Um, But we'll have, yeah, 16 different teams, so we're very excited about that. Has the
3: structure kind of solidified over the years, where the teams, you know, you get no, you kind of know who's coming from where? Maybe once in a while, a team drops out, or a new team gets added, or is it is it pretty consistent for for all these years?
2: Yeah. So every uh, few years, we have a, a few changes. Um, for instance, Mercer County had dropped out for a few years, but in twenty nineteen, we're back with us and continue to be back with us this year. So uh, we're moving forward with the the same sixteen franchises, pretty much on a consistent
3: basis okay folks just tuning in We're chat with monica clark from the phillies uh, with the uh, softball carpenter cup coming up on monday and tuesday two games happen uh, all throughout the day starting at 8 a.m wrapping up later in the afternoon so you can go and take your pick and have some fun taking those in then uh, uh wednesday the 23rd is the, is the top teams from each bracket i think that, that make that finals round with the championship game as you mentioned three in the afternoon when our son was uh toby was 12 he played in a tournament up at Cooperstown. And these kinds of things are just so much fun. If you go with your chair or whatever and you, you have something to eat, and you just get to take in a lot of fun sports. It, you, you kind of, the tournament becomes its own thing, right? Like you become a fan of, of the teams. You get to know them a little bit if you're invested in going and watching.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So for the softball coverage presented by Nike, we get to have three guaranteed games per team. So they really are there kind of for the whole day and, like you said, they get to know each other. They they bond over the game, and we see a lot of great softball being played. And the memories are really what lasts longer than the teams necessarily winning or losing. Uh, but that's all part of the game, and we're really like, lucky to have Nike on board as a sponsor to help provide the opportunity for these kids to be able to play.
3: Yeah, and you know, Monica, speak to you for a second. If folks were on to come out and watch a game, or just in, they enjoy the sport. You know, what would it be like for them? to come at any given point during the day, right now a right or wrong time? to come at a certain time or just take it in, bring a chair? Or is there some some bleacher seating? I'm not familiar with the layout and, and even food. Is there a little bit of food or they bring their own? How does that work?
2: Yes, yeah, so it is open seating. Um, we do have some bleacher areas, but there's also plenty of space for them to come pull up a chair and, and catch them at the game. Again, we have games, 12 games a day on Monday and Tuesday. And then um, we have an additional... Uh, round of single elimination on that Wednesday. So any time is good to come. Catch some some great action. Uh, we will have a concession stand with some small things, uh, prepackaged chips and some soft pretzels as well as some drinks available for that. But great opportunity to come out and watch some great softball again uh, for the Carpenter Cup presented by Nike.
3: That's great. Uh, and in addition to the tournament itself and the fun of the experience of those of those days, I would think this would be potentially nice, like a stepping stone, if nothing else, a resume builder. And but maybe they'll even get a chance to, you know, help propel them to playing college ball. Or I don't know if there are scouts there or potential, you know, coaches who keep an eye out for that. I would think they would have some folks like there investing in the, you know, possibility some players coming to their schools too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So we send the invite out to over a uh, hundred different colleges, all divisions, community colleges as well. On average, we have. Over 20 scouts that come. We're hoping this year even more, especially after that pandemic layoff year and division ones just being able to get back out recruiting. So definitely a lot of college coaches will be there looking at the kids for all three of the days. So this is definitely a stepping stone and we've had a lot of kids go on to play college in the past and we hope that this tournament can continue to offer kids that opportunity to get recruited and go to that next level and play college softball.
3: That's neat. That's cool. Monica Clark, kind enough to hang out with us for a few minutes, has a very busy day going uh, with the Baseball Carpenter Cup as well. Uh, Just a a couple last questions for you. This might be obvious, maybe not, but did you grow up playing softball, or did that get you interested in being involved in the work
2: that you do? Yeah, so I actually played softball through college, and during college is when I got the opportunity to start at the Phillies and continued there during college as an intern until getting hired full-time after that. So softball has been a part of my life since I was four years old. And I'm super excited that it can continue to be part of my life as my career.
3: Wow. That's a lot of fun. That's great. I know I enjoy watching our daughters play and just, just, just taking it all in and, and watching them succeed and let alone in your case, to be able to go all the way to that level. Our oldest is a, is a senior in high school, just graduated. So we'll see if she plays ball beyond this point, but it is a, a fun thing for just the camaraderie families being able to come together also and watch their kids grow, and I'm I'm sure you see all those dynamics in play, too, as you do your work.
2: Yeah, it's nothing, no greater thing to see than a kid make their way up through the opportunities we give them and other opportunities and then end up in planning college. I mean, that's the ultimate goal for a lot of these girls, and seeing it accomplished and their hard work pay off is is definitely amazing to see.
3: And maybe you're answering my last question, but I was just going to say, what's the best part for you in terms of being involved with the Philly Softball Carpenter Cup?
2: I think just at the end of the day, seeing the girls enjoy it, getting the most out of it. Um, again, softball has been a huge part of my life. So getting to see other people enjoy the game and learn and grow. And again, not just only have the opportunity to win the tournament, but just to continue playing the game, enjoying the time out there. And hopefully we get a beautiful weather uh, a beautiful week of weather for us as well
3: yeah that can shift a little bit right now it's looking pretty good uh, I guess there's a contingency, contingency plan in case you back it up a day or something like that depending what happens
2: yeah so we have rain date for that Thursday as well as the following Monday and Tuesday but okay. our hope is that we don't have to use any of that and yeah. we can finish it up by Wednesday <laughs>
3: that's great well the Phillies family I know very very proactive with the community for years uh, we've had a lot of folks on from different departments and all the different endeavors that are going on and it's great to be able to talk about the tri-state area and the work that in this case the the uh, softball carpenter cup is accomplishing so Thank you for doing that, and enjoy the year. I'm sure you're going to have plenty going on the next week. So Lots to organize, lots of places to go. So enjoy that, and thank you for carving time out for us. Yeah, no
2: problem. Thank you so much for
3: having me. All right, Monica Clark with Phillies Youth Softball. Phillies.com for more information on, on all the different things they're doing, all the different endeavors. We have a quick break to take. Much more to come. And, again, an invitation. If you'd like a gift card to Wawa, Duncan, Panera, or Rita's for your dad or a father figure in your life, Texas at 610 500 dove 610-500-3683. Just throw your address in there with the zip and the preference you have, and we'll mail that out to you. Thanks for listening in today. the Tim DeMar Show on WFIL. New grass on the
1: Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues
3: showing WFIL 76ers are in Atlanta this evening for game six of their playoff series. They're down three games to two to Atlanta and hoping to even things up, then come home on Father's Day to win that series. But a little up-tempo music might help them along, nudge them along. 76ers, this is a catchy song. Been around for a lot of years. Everybody. Phillies are at San Fran tonight as well. Rob Body from the uh, Associated Press joined us yesterday. Rob was a little less sunny in his outlook about how things are going in the future of the Sixers, but he has been covering uh, the Philly sports for many, many years. Phillies, Eagles, Flyers, Sixers. His thoughts on the rest of the series and beyond. Yeah, and to me, they're clearly the better team on paper. Right. And you have the better team on paper
6: going into a series where the, the underdog has outplayed you and, and not only that, just shown more heart, more determination, more grit, more want to, more desire. And that's very deflating and very it's concerning if you're a 76ers fan to see how you got a team with three guys who are max contract superstars and they, they aren't completely showing it. Tobias Harris struggled past couple of games, only four points last night. Ben Simmons is obviously uh, going to go down – for one of the most the worst free throw percentages in the history of NBA postseason play and he's going to he's going obviously hear the brunt of the criticism and and even Joel Embiid for as great as he's been early in games now two two games in a row where he he kind of struggles in the second half doesn't score in the uh, game four loss and, and last night uh, had a tough time and maybe ran out of a little bit of gas, but in his defense, he's got to carry the entire team. So right. they're in a they're they're in a backs against the wall situation. And even if they do find a way to get out of this series, I'm no longer confident that they can win the next one.
3: We'll see. We'll see. Rob Marty of the Associated Press, uh, as you're tuning in today, want to invite you to call in and share, if you like, a little memory of your father or a shout out for your dad could be what you appreciate something he taught you could be a story father's day is coming up on sunday our station's giving away a thousand dollars for a dad or a father figure in your life you can actually enter right through the weekend and uh, there are bonus entry opportunities too so have fun with that but we'll also give you a guaranteed win if you want to text in and get a gift card for your dad we'll mail one out to you it won't go till next week but you'll still get one just text our text line, 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-DOVE. Just need your name, address, and zip. And we'll uh, and we'll send out one of those Rita's, Panera, Duncan, or Wawa, courtesy of Ron Chevrolet in Jenkintown, which sponsors our fine broadcast. Uh, and if you want to call in and share about your dad, the number is 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Speaking of that line and fathers, I actually took the liberty of calling my dad. And I think he's on the line. Dad, you there? Yeah, I'm uh, here.
7: How's it going? Uh, today, on a scale of one to 10, I'd say it's about 12 or 13. Pretty good.
3: I like that. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. have you been up to? What was your day like so far? Uh,
7: let's see. What did I do? I'm writing a letter to our church to um, encourage them to press on. Amen. Called some lonely people and tried to encourage them. That's good. And told my wife I love her about 17 or 18 times.
3: (laughs) That's also very good.
7: It's been a productive day. Yeah, yeah, right. And talking to you is borderline highlight. Wow, borderline highlight. Man, I feel pretty honored. Right, (laughs) right. not not every day i can talk to my favorite son wow we so well how you how are you doing your job at,
3: at um at the station at Jimmy d show it's it's going all right i think yeah okay i enjoy being here okay yeah. i tell
7: my friends about it and so they tune in and i hear good good reports good. I, I don't i don't pass on the good reports to you because I, I thought it might go to your head or something.
3: You know, yeah. It's probably a good thing to keep that to yourself. That's good. right. Well, see, that's why you're, you you're, you've lived a lot of years, advanced middle age at 93 and have a lot right. of wisdom to share and, 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 and carry out. So, uh,
7: uh, my advice on being a good father is, uh, marry up. And, uh, when you marry someone, marry someone better than yourself. So, like your mom who hmm. knew how to raise the five of you guys,
6: you hmm. know,
7: and then i I get partial credit for being there
3: <laughs> that's good dad that's that's I'm writing all this down okay so um, thank you for that advice uh any other advice in general about whether it's father related or just to yeah, you know, I would say you know
7: keep the sun in your eyes.
3: That's S-O-N.
7: S-O-N. That's uh, Psalm 25, verse 15. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and you can't go wrong that way.
3: Well, Dad, I love you a lot, and I would say that your sense of humor and your playing games with us growing up, a lot of wiffle ball in the backyard, card games, board games, and uh, a lot of other things, too, Uh, especially your love for the Lord and teaching me how to have a, a walk with him, to take time with him, to read his word and to pray it has all added up to uh, a life that I'm very grateful for and, and want to you know pass along with regard to our family, our, my wife, Tina, and our five children and to our listeners here to the best of my ability. So thank you for yeah. your faithfulness yeah. over the years and for still listening to the show too. That's pretty good.
7: Yeah, yeah. Well I love you son and uh, I'm 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 proud of you as my uh as my my son I can I can uh, tell people about you that you're walking with the Lord and that you're raising your children so remember the great promise Psalm 121 my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth so we've always got enough help if we turn to the right place Thank you, Dad. You're welcome, and God bless you and your listeners, and uh, I
3: love you. I love God you, God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, so that's an opportunity to have just here for my dad. I love, I love him. I know you love your dad, Victoria, too. And in our next segment, I want to play a couple of quick, fun, humorous, not Father's Day related, but just some fun clips. Uh, sense of humor give you a couple of good laughs we have our pun segment to cap our program off and whatever else we can shoehorn in here before the end of the hour it's Tim DeMoss show on WFIL thank you for listening in today
1: thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss show podcast with AM 560 WFIL and WFIL dot com it's
3: 438 the Tim DeMoss show on WFIL mentioned uh The importance of humor growing up in our household. We were listening to my dad calling just now. He's got that dry sense of humor, which I appreciated. And um, everybody's got different things that make them laugh. And uh, whether it's physical humor, watching like the three suges knock each other around or intellectual humor or whatever. A comedian that I like uh, is a guy named Brian Regan. Not sure that, you know, where he's coming from as far as his thoughts on the Lord or whatever. Generally, I think his comedy is fairly clean. Uh, And I saw a special of his not too long ago, played a clip from it yesterday, and thought of a couple of others that would be just fun to air for you. Uh, One of them right here simply has to do with him going to the doctor. This is comedian Brian Regan on our famous Friday show.
4: And I realized that's the only time as an adult that I feel like a little kid, is when I go to the doctor. You didn't do what I told you, did you? No, no, I didn't. (laughs) What should you have done? I should have listened when you were talking What are you going to do from now on? Pay attention when you say things. When are you going to start? I'm going to start right now. Brian Regan, his doctor
3: visit, and then he goes on to talk about doctors and Pop-Tarts.
1: My doctor also told me to,
4: uh,
1: you know, eat more fruit. So I had some Pop-Tarts this morning. (laughs) Then they have a whole set of microwave directions. That just blew me away that you could actually microwave a Pop-Tart. I mean, how long does it take to toast a Pop-Tart? A minute, if you want them dark? People don't have that kind of time. Listen, if you need to zap fry your Pop-Tarts
4: before you head out the door, you might want to loosen up your schedule.
3: Pop-Tarts, fruit, doctor visits, and the like on our Famous Friday show. I had a lot of fun listening to his special. He's got a lot of good uh, uh, clips. There are other comedians, too. Uh, guys like Tim Hawkins and uh, Jim Gaffigan and some others that I find very funny. So every now and again, I like to throw some of those clips here away. Our Famous Friday broadcast, by the way, speaking of clips and all that, we have podcasts available of the program at WFIL.com. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Most recently, I had Pastor... Greg Laurie from the program, A New Beginning. He wrote a book called Billy Graham, The Man I Knew. And when we had him on the program, uh, he was talking about one aspect of Billy Graham being an everyday kind of guy. And here's what uh, Greg Laurie had to say.
8: Sure. Uh, I was with him at a crusade in Portland, Oregon, and it was packed. People were so excited. It was almost like revival-like. A bunch of people came forward and accepted Christ. Johnny Cash played that night. So Billy was coming down from the platform, and I was walking next to him. And and as we're headed uh, to his car, there's just throngs of people, you know, wanting to see him up close, and the ushers are kind of holding them at bay. And then we go and get in the car. And so his longtime friend T.W. Wilson is driving. I'm riding shotgun. Billy and his son Franklin are in the back seat. As we're pulling away, I turn around and I say, Billy, that was a great message tonight. And he looked at me and said, it's just gospel. Turned back around, I'm thinking, well, I know it's just gospel. I was just trying to compliment him. And, and then I thought of a point he made, and I turned back around, and I said, Billy, I loved your point when you said Christ can resensitize your conscience. And then he said, well, he can I thought, I know he can <laughs> And the point, what I was learning was, Billy didn't want to be complimented. He, you know, compliments kind of rolled off him like water off a duck's back. Then we got to his hotel, and he invited us up to his room. And earlier that evening, someone had given us barbecue beef sandwiches, which were hot once, but by the time we broke them out and ate them, they were cold. And Billy came, left, and came back. He's wearing his pajamas and his dress shoes. He probably left his slippers at home. So here I'm sitting with this man that has impacted thousands of people. He's in his pajamas, hanging around with his friends eating cold sandwiches. So it's like kind of the opposite of a rock star, the opposite of the guy that wants the accolades and the adulation. As he would often say, he was just a country preacher, and he did his job. He delivered his message. He took that very seriously, but he did not take himself
3: seriously. That's Greg Laurie from the program A New Beginning, which airs at 10 a.m., I think it's 7 p.m. on WFIL each weekday. He was on our program the 27th of May, and talking about, among other things, his uh, new book, Billy Graham, The Man I Knew. And the point of the question I had asked him was he, he wanted, uh, one of the things he hopes you will take away if you get that book, has to do with the fact that you don't have to be Billy Graham to be used by God to see wonderful things happen. Just uh, be you, walk with the Lord, let God use you, however. And Billy was an everyday guy himself that God happened to use in, in, in you know some pretty amazing ways, but it wasn't like Billy was cut out of different cloth and so he wanted to kind of get that point across and that was one of the stories just to show where billy was coming from uh so that podcast is on our homepage right now other podcast fyi from recent guests we've had on phil keggy is somebody who you know long time one of the best guitarists in the world really he was on the program joey fatone of NSYNC was on the program jack phillips who wrote that book the cost of my faith how a decision in my cake shop took him to the supreme court he joined our program from colorado alistair beg from truth for life WWE superstar Drew McIntyre is on the program and a number of others, including singer-songwriter Matthew West. You can find the uh, podcast of those there. Talking Cam Anthony, who just won season 20 of The Voice, Eric Metaxas, talk show host, Adam Holtz from Plugged In with Focus on the Family, TJ Farrell of the Phillies, Chris Matthews, former host of MSNBC's Hardball with Chris Matthews, Josh McDowell, the author and apologist. Janine Rubenstein from People Every Day, the podcast there. Uh, Michael Higgins, host of GSN's America Says. Been in a bunch of TV shows and movies. Ted Winsley, pastor of the Family Church in Voorhees and the Eagles Chaplain. All those folks have been on recently as well. Uh, One other podcast, Dr. Tony Hart, senior pastor of Monco Bible Fellowship in Lansdale. Just want to let you know about this. He's the president of Grand Ole Gospel Fellowship for the last 20 plus years. Tomorrow from 10 to 2. Stanbridge Street Park in East Norton, there is a 5K run, walk, or crawl. The crawl part particularly appeals to me. It's about my level. And uh, he also has written a new book. And uh, here's the, just a little clip of that conversation with Dr. Tony Hart from this past Monday. If you have even just one aspect of the book, just so folks know, Table Talk with Jesus, an exploration of John's account of the Last Supper, is there even just, you know, pick any any chapter or topic in there that comes to mind readily for you just to give folks a taste of it? yeah I think one of the one of the, the chapters that I really enjoy is um
9: the in fact it goes over a couple of chapters is all the things that God provides for us. Um, he is more than sufficient for the the journey that we have in this Christian life. and um, and so there is uh, a, a backpack, if you want to call it that, uh, that he gives us that, that has everything that we need to live a life that's pleasing to God. And um, I'm just flipping through here now on page 37. uh, It it talks about in John 14, they talk about um, the provision for our journey and all the various things that he has given to us to help us make it through. If you're ever feeling as though, you know, you don't have what it takes to live a successful Christian life, this would be a real encouragement to you. Um, so I, I just yeah, I just want to encourage everyone to get a hold of the book. It's a quick, easy read. It's not a, one of those long, you know, <laughs> drawn-out books that's going to take a long time to get through, or that you end up putting down. Um, this is a, it's a nice, quick read that you can get through um, shortly and benefit from.
3: It's Dr. Tony Hart. The book again is called Table Talk with Jesus: An Exploration of John's Account of the last supper that's his most recent book and uh tony hart you can catch that program that he's a uh, part of each sunday evening at 7 30 also 10 p.m and they have events and they do all kinds of great work around the world with orphanages and many other things that they do and this weekend the the uh, 5k run walk or crawl which is tomorrow 10 a.m to 2 p.m stanbridge street park in east Norriton. it's 15 registration they have a sponsor so the cost is very low it's uh, not only the cost of the 5K, but a, a picket lunches, hot dogs, burgers, barbecue, chicken. Should be a really wonderful time tomorrow. The sign-in and registration's at 10. Race begins around 10.30. When people are done that, then they have some awards and fellowship and the good food. Just hang out. Our own Ann Krill's going to be there. Uh, WFL, she's our marketing director, and she's going to have prizes and other fun stuff uh, there as well. So feel free to stop by and enjoy that again. That's tomorrow uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Stanbridge Street Park. And East Norriton. Quick break and then we have our fine now that's punny segment coming up and one last call if you would like a gift card to give to your dad or a father figure in your life you just have some simple $5.60 cards to Wawa, Panera, Duncan and Rita's, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Chankentown. Text us at 610-500-3683 anybody who does so one per household will send you one you can give that to your dad or a father figure in your life I want you to receive that Back with our pun segment in just a moment, WFIL.
1: Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email Timmy D at WFIL.com.
3: It's 455 on the Tim Demoss Show in time for. Now that's punny. Victoria? My uh landlord called me last week. Yeah. He said, "We have to talk. Your energy bill is crazy. You're running your air conditioner all day, all night." I said, "Sir, my door is always open." Houston, we have a problem. My friends tell me that sometimes I can be condescending. That means I look down on people. <laughs> that's a good that's a good one. Hey, Victoria, how did the hipster burn his mouth? How? He ate his pizza before it was cool. Give me that one. Thank you very much. Speaking of pizza, our uh, 11-year-old Theodore, just turned 11, she's making pizza for dinner tonight, which we Hello. often eat. Yeah, it's a Friday thing for us. Last time, though, I was in charge of the pizza making, did the Hawaiian pizza type, but I, but I burn it. I should have cooked it at a low hot temperature.
9: My mom always said that life is like a box of chocolates. kind of like that
5: one.
3: You
9: never know what you're going to get.
3: Thank you. I'm glad you do. Uh, speaking of burning things, I threw out our toaster yesterday because it kept burning my bread. You could say I'm black toast intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I told you this, Victoria. But before working at the radio station, at one point in my life, I, I was the top dog at Old McDonald's farm. Uh, wait, I haven't given the punchline yet. Uh, Although the crickets kind of go okay, with the well, farm theme. Change. all right, all right. I was the C I E I O. Thank you. Maybe Thank you, What's that? Your microphone's like another stratosphere.
5: I said good thing that that one ended a little better.
3: Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, I don't know if I told you this. I dated a girl back in college who, you know, I liked her, of course, that's why I was dating her. But after a while, I had to break things off because all she would do when I would be around her, she, she just would count. She wouldn't stop counting. I wonder what she's up to now. Thank you. Do you ever think about this, Victoria, that smoking will kill you, bacon will kill you, but, Smoking bacon will cure it.
2: What would you do with a brain if you had one?
3: Thank you. Well, a couple of admissions here. First of all, I used to be afraid of speed bumps. But good news is I'm slowly getting over it. Earlier today, Victoria, I ate a lun- uh, lunch at a Mediterranean restaurant. Food was amazing, but the problem is I ate way too much, and now I fall awful. And that'll it for the show. Have a good weekend.
1: Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com